Hi-ho, wee-wee, everybody. Welcome to another AI-generated television writing episode. I'm Jason. We're going to be writing some AI-generated television. Here's the suggestions. But it's just suggestions. I'll take a suggestion for a TV show that you want to see an AI help write. And we go from there. Hey, what's up, Rustbox? Hi-ho, wee-wee. Happy Sunday. Uh, Rustbox, you got an idea for some uh, AI TV? What do you want to see, Rustbox? It could be an existing show. We could make up a show again. D? Uh, we could do a documentary. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do a documentary about? Can we do AI-generated AIPD? <sighs> a documentary about AIPD? That's possible. Documentary uncovering old dinosaur bones, a.k.a. the birth of AIPD. Let's try that. Okay. Uh, uh, you are Brent... Uh, Brent Hannigan. Uh, documentary filmmaker. Uh, working on your newest documentary about uncovering old dinosaur bones. Everything uh, everything is going well until one day you uncover dot 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 AIPD is older than most people think yeah, it's yeah two years is ain't nothing to scuff at a T-Rex skeleton instead you rush to get help but it's too late the T-Rex breaks free and runs away it's alive oh my god not only have we uncovered a fully form t-rex skeleton which never happens uh <laughs> we've, it starts running away you chase the t-rex into the forest where he hides under a log is this like baby godzilla where we he's just <laughs> he's like tiny he's like human size but it's tiny for a t-rex so it's night at the museum possibly yeah Uh, you can see, what's up, Prince? You can see the T-Rex skeleton is afraid. And you try to lure it out with, uh, a Snickers bar. With a Milky Way. Candy bar. Come on, little T-Rex. And bites our hand off. The T-Rex comes out from under the log and takes the Milky Way in his mouth. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, he's, he's open. He's warming up to us. Your jaw drops as the T-Rex is clearly going to devour you alive. That, yeah, that's... But then suddenly the T-Rex starts shaking uncontrollably, falls over, and starts breathing heavily. Oh no, we... It's allergic to dairy. Small dinosaur or big log? Yeah, great question. It ate a little Milky Way bar. So, <laughs> but I guess a big T-Rex could do that. Uh, you realize the T-Rex is having a severe allergic reaction to the Milky Way bar. To the Milky Way. I hope it doesn't think galaxy. <laughs> I'm allergic to the galaxy I'm in! Ah! This is breaking new ground, too. We have no scientists that, uh... Hey, do you handle, uh, allergic reactions to dinosaur bones that are sentient? And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? It was also eating some of your other favorite candies which have caused this to happen. Okay, so now we don't know. Now, you know, it could have been chocolate allergy or something, but no, now it... Now we have no idea. You Nuts, rush to get down. help. As soon as you return with a doctor... The T-Rex collapses and dies. Oh my god, the discovery of a century! <laughs> I could kill it with a candy bar! Uh, you changed the focus of the documentary to be about the scandal. CPR! <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, let's not give up on it. Chu's got the right idea. We can we can do this. Uh, you uh, you attempt to give the T Rex CPR. Mouth to mouth. <laughs> yeah, we just changed to be. We have killed a hundred percent more dinosaurs than anyone on the planet. The doctor says that if he survives, you may have to amputate his tail to stop the massive swelling. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, hey, look at that! The T-Rex lives. Woo! You are relieved to say the least, but then you remember you never got your hands on the T-Rex skeleton. Ah, his bones got away. <laughs> We're left with everything else. We're left with like a... It's like a... <laughs> Master Belch from Earthbound. It's just a pile of goo, barely in the balloon of its own skin. Uh, the new Jurassic Park film is very weird, yes. Uh, you are given many awards for your discovery. Which include what? What? What's the Pulitzer Prize? What's the Emmy for dino discovering dinosaur bones? So oh, I guess well, the Oscar Award. <laughs> okay, I guess it's just straight up the Golden Globe Award. Just regular fame, I guess. And finally, the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh. 
that's what it's turning into, sure. The the prompt was a documentary about dinosaur bones, and then we found a fully formed T-Rex that uh, was sentient. So it was it, it's it was just the bones. I guess it wasn't. I don't know. It just got up and started running, and we were like, oh. oh. But after all the celebration, you learn that there's been another T-Rex skeleton found in South America, and people are calling you a fake. I could see that. The people are completely justified in thinking that. Uh, yeah, they're like, okay, not only did you find a fully formed skeleton, it got up and ran away, you fed it a Milky Way, and then it convulsed and died, and then you brought it back to life with CPR. I don't believe you. Whatever you you can show me, I'm just not going to believe you. And, um, you know what? Until you see it in person, I feel like, yeah, you're justified in... Probably just an allergic kid in disguise. That's quite a disguise to have a full T-Rex costume. It's well known that T-Rex are Highlanders. Okay. Uh, you travel uh, to South America. And meet your rival documentary filmmaker. Bill Fally. Bill Fally. It was just a low-paid museum worker and the museum mascot. Oh, you know what? It could be. Have you seen some of those those museum costumes that are like uh dinosaurs those are pretty realistic looking and they move like it's a, a very impressive marionette like and they just have like the little wands or whatever that they hold on to and it makes it look like it's, it's very cool and also yeah if you didn't know those things existed you'd be like holy shit a dinosaur you compete against each other and both claim to be the rightful owners of the skeleton. Ah, I know you discovered it and I just came to see what you had discovered, but I'm taking credit for it because I found it first. It comes down to a final showdown between you and Philosophy Phil will have to produce the skeleton <laughs> within 24 hours or he'll be forced to forfeit the ownership rights of the bones. Much better name, Philosophy Phil. <laughs> Why is it reading abbreviations all of a sudden? Philosophy Phil. Okay, hold on, hold on. Final showdown. Paleontology game show. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Phil will have to produce the skeleton within 24 hours. He'll be forced to forfeit the ownership rights of the bones. <laughs> Ownership of the Bones is a good good name for a show. Uh, you challenge Phil to a pa paleontology game show. I'm going to leave it like that. All caps. To a paleontology game show! Okay. You challenge Phil to a paleontology game show. There we go. 
the rules of the game are as follows. Uh, completely possible, Misha, that we're all frauds. 1. Each player picks one skeleton to compete in the contest. Alright, I'm very confused now. 2. Each player will give a reason why they believe their skeleton is the best skeleton. It's more of a paleontology debate show now. I'm still, I'm still with it. Give a speech why you think you are not a fraud and the other person is. Three, the audience votes and whoever has the most votes wins the contest. American Idol, but for dinosaur bones. Who <laughs> is the boner? Oh, that's great. Four, sure. if the contestants cannot agree on a skeleton, then the skeleton who has the most votes at the end of the day will be the winner. Okay. You prepare. Uh, you give your impassioned speech. America's got dinosaurs. Here's why my dinosaur bones are real and his are fake. Oh, now we're doing greatest. I believe my skeleton is the greatest because it has over 200 pieces of evidence proving the truth about the existence of dinosaurs. That's not really not on the table, but... Phil gives his speech. I believe my skeleton is the greatest because it was dug up by my own personal team of scientists who are also experts in paleontology. Phil's got a little bit of an edge. We're both just filmmakers, but he has a team of experts. Still more interesting than real debates. Yeah, I think so as well. The audience votes. The winner is... Please don't be Phil. Please don't be Phil. Winner is you. Winner is you. Come on, winner is you. Yeah! You. Woo! My bones are real. Your bones are fake. And now I'm the biggest boner in the world. The show goes off with a bang, but Phil gets angry and begins screaming about how he will never hand over his skeleton to you. You lost, Phil. Sorry, you lost. That's right, you say. Until I find the rest of the skeleton. I'm keeping the T-Rex as my own. Uh, you use your T-Rex to seize control over Phil's T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, that's better. You command... <laughs> you command your T-Rex to eat Phil. Horrific. Phil's our rival. We're, we've definitely taken two things, uh, things way too far. And Phil was probably right, but we, we were slightly more popular with the audience. Phil is devoured alive by the T-Rex. Oh my god, this is on live television. Everyone cheers. Everyone cheers. What a... You know, you get brought shipped in for free to be the audience of a weird ga new game show and... You, get, you see a guy get eaten by a T-Rex, you're coming back.
You are a famous scientist who has been working for years to prove the existence of dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of like a flat earther. Like, it's already been proven one thing, but we're trying to prove... We're trying to really prove that dinosaurs exist. No, it's not really up for debate, but... You finally finish your research and discover that all the dinosaur fossils are fake. What? What? <laughs> what? What the fuck? Uh, what? Uh, after, uh, after many experiments, you find that all the fossils of dinosaurs are actually of big birds. <laughs> except mine. Yeah, exactly. I saw mine run and hide under a big log. How are you going to say that's fake? Oh my god. Man-made creatures like robots and toys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did ancient Egypt and the Aztec people just have like big theme parks and we fell for it oh my god these are not these aren't real you go public with this discovery but not everyone is happy with your findings oh i understand I'm some people are angered by your theories so they hire you to investigate the real skeletons of dinosaurs listen i'm just i am an expert in this field and i'm just as shocked as y'all but you can't you know i took it to the lab the lab results ain't fake. I run those. I ran them shits triple time. I put that uh, T Rex uh, skeleton through the MRI machine, and it just said fake, fake. It said big toys. The real fossils of Beverly Hills. Yeah, I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. Uh, you have become. Uh, an outcast due to your radical new ideas. You lose all funding for the documentary and are stripped of all your awards. Uh, you know that you are right. And you continue to investigate on your own. On your own. Yeah, I don't know what I was leading up for. The world must know. And it's not a crazy religious thing. It's because these are actually robot bones. You decide to dig up your own dinosaur bones from your backyard. Okay, that's a little extreme. This leads you to find a whole slew of strange animals in your backyard that you never knew existed. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a dog back there. I didn't realize there was a giraffe, a rhino. <laughs> Who knew? In the middle of Iowa. You learn from your mistakes and begin researching what other dinosaur species live in the wild today. Ah, are we caving into popular demand? 
We become an outcast and so we're pandering. You gotta stick with it, I feel like. You then travel to Africa and find the original skeleton of an actual dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur Zero. You are so excited when you return home and show your wife all the amazing information you've learned. <laughs> we were married the whole time? Man, she's probably like, where have you been? Your wife tells you that you'll get more recognition for your discoveries if you change the name of your documentary. Perfect. I didn't really have a name for it in the first place, but we'll change it anyway. You change the name of your documentary to... Come on, give us something good. Nope, nope, nope. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Start a new... These normies are cheap and don't know the real truth. <laughs> I love when a documentary name gets straight to the point. I found a dinosaur and now everyone knows about it. That's more of like a YouTube video title than a documentary, but I, uh, I like it. You and your team make the discovery of a lifetime. You're sitting around your living room, watching a documentary about dinosaurs. We're, we're watching somebody else's documentary? Oh, no, no. I, I want that discovery of a lifetime. What is it? I mean, is it the one we already made? Or is it another one? Oh. The first ever dinosaur nest. The scientists quickly find several baby T-Rexes inside. <laughs> you name your new discovery, Egbert, and bring him to a local museum in order to spread the word about these amazing creatures. I love that! <laughs> Little baby Egbert! Only there's several of them, so they're all Egbert 1, Egbert 2, Egbert 3. This guy thinks Jurassic Park is a documentary. You know what? I mean, with all these discoveries we're making. I mean, we literally saw dinosaur bones come to life and hide and run away from us. <laughs> Have you gone to a rock and mineral show? I don't think so. You, you take your discovery to a rock and mineral expo Nevada's largest rock and mineral expo you and a few of your friends set up an exhibition stand to promote your new discovery okay the only problem is that you don't really know how to talk to people so you try your Antics best Roadshow. to answer all their questions. Alright, we've got a real grassroots movement here going. About nor Normally, you know, you'd hear about that shit in National Geographic. Not at an expo for rocks and minerals, but... Alright, let's, let's get these questions. What do you do with a baby T-Rex? Great question. I'm feeding you have it to Milky feed ways. it every two hours or he won't survive. Yes. And once it's full grown, it eats three times its body weight a day. That's a lot of meat. Uh, what's your coolest rock fossil or geode, Prince? Start a cult.
Uh, geodes look pretty nice. I would, I would put some geodes on my shelf or something. Hmm. Uh, a full fish skeleton. That's pretty cool. You, uh, you show off, uh, Egbert and, uh, Egbert the T-Rex and immediately Egbert is overwhelmed by all the people and flashing lights. Uh, I don't really know what a geode particularly is, but it's like a cool rock with crystals inside of it. I don't know. If you Google it, you'll, you'll see a bunch of ge weird geodes. He charges at the crowd and scares everyone away. Not good. Especially because we had to check all our weapons at the the front. Your team rushes out to calm Egbert down. You try to convince him not to scare them away, but he just keeps running into the crowd. I mean, it's just like King Kong, right? Egbert climbs the Sears Tower. Huh. <laughs> Uh, holding a scared woman. You uh, fly in a helicopter and attempt to shoot a tranquilizer at Egbert. Oh, no. <laughs> you miss and Egbert falls from the top of the building. Egbert like dodges, but he throws himself off balance. You catch Egbert's fall. <laughs> it's a close call because the fall only knocks him out instead of killing him. We Okay, so Egbert must be tiny sized, right? It's not a full grown yet. Ah, oh, thank you, Prince. We parachute. I like to think that's a great action scene. We we shoot him with the trank dart. We miss. And then immediately we just Mission Impossible dive out of the helicopter. Somehow parachute and land before Egbert falls. And then we catch him. <laughs> or we're shooting from the ground. I don't know. I said helicopter. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, you become famous and your tarnished reputation changes overnight as everyone begins to believe you. Oh! You go to work on your new documentary. 
which is now called T-Rex, the man. I like that. I like that. You've been working for the government for many years and have discovered something truly extraordinary. Wow, we just keep knocking it out of the park with extraordinary discoveries. Oh. You have finally figured out where all the dinosaurs are. You set up a camera in one of the most remote parts of the world so you can record everything that happens. You also hire a local crew to help. Okay. The dinosaurs have all been hiding in a trailer park in, an, in a retirement facility in Florida. Quick! Get to Shady Pines! After making the discovery, you realize you can no longer keep the secret. Your superiors and other scientists have found out about the discovery and want to come to see what all the fuss is about. Okay, I think that's a good end. You know, we made a radical discovery. Uh, tarnished our name, but then we came back. And uh, through a publicity stunt, essentially, we uh, we uh, turned it all around again. So uh, here we go. AI generated dino documentary. What do you want to see next? If you're just tuning in. We're writing AI-generated television. Here's some suggestions, but we could uh, remix anything. We're using an AI to rewrite television here. It's revolutionary. Can we do an Undercover Boss episode next? Yes, we can. That sounds great. <clears throat> All right. AI-generated Undercover Boss. That is great. Pawn shop where people bring weird stuff to sell. Oh, I like that. Oh, and Dr. Phil and Jerry Springer. Uh, all right. Courtroom. Hey, what's up, Chef Panda Man? Uh, how can we combine these? AI generated undercover boss. Can we do a courtroom? <laughs> can you be undercover in a courtroom? The president is just undercover boss as a plaintiff. I don't know if that's too complicated. Uh, you are... Uh, um, let's see. You are judge... Ralph Ralph Deckham and you are just do undercover boss okay yeah you are Ralph Deckham I'll keep that name and you are CEO of what's the company what's the what's the undercover boss 
Is it a restaurant? Yeah, we just did judge last week. I don't want to just fall back into a judge show. Like Dr. Phil as judge. Sex Toy Factory. Okay, you are Ralph Dackham and you're CEO of uh, Sex Toy Factory. Of... Uh, Northern Idaho's largest sex toy factory. Northern Idaho's largest sex toy factory. Uh, you are undercover as a uh, a, uh, <laughs> nondescript boxes go. You are undercover as a, uh, middle manager. All right, let's see what happens. The warehouse is located in the back corner of the building. There are lots of shelves and pallets filled with boxes containing different dildos. Perfect. The lighting in the warehouse is dim and dirty. Well, first off, I'm noticing it's hard to, to do your job when you can't see. You take note that it is very hard to see and be safe in these conditions. Uh, Prince, I'm excited for the AI TTS. I think it, it has, will surpass my current implementation, so. Yeah, I'm just like using Google Voice pretty much for the And the new text adventure, although I don't have high hopes for the new text adventure. But, I mean, they seem pretty excited about it, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. As you walk past a large box on a pallet, you hear a squeak coming from inside. As you pick up the box, you realize there is something moving inside. It starts to squirm and moan and tries to get out of the box. Oh my god. My coworkers are masturbating inside the boxes. Alright, this is another thing that we gotta we gotta crack down on, unfortunately. Uh you give your first impressions to the camera. It's a dildo worm, oh my god. It's Dune inside a dildo factory. Maybe it's a live T-Rex toy, eh? This place is creepy. The lighting isn't great. The pallets are so old yep. and the warehouse is so dark it's impossible to see if you trip over anything.
You try to go into more detail about what you find, but you're interrupted by some noises coming from another area of... Oh, God. It's just falling down here. Uh, yeah, I am also curious, Prince. I think it's kind of a, maybe a futile task trying to, like, wrap logic around this. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I just can't imagine it. I'm... I'm... I'm eager to be uh, surprised or like proven wrong. So, but we'll see. You try to go into more detail about what you find, but you're interrupted by some noises coming from another area of the warehouse. Oh, sorry. We just read that already, but. You take note and continue walking. After a few minutes, you reach an office at the end of the warehouse. It's not much bigger than a broom closet, but there's enough room for someone to sit at a. <laughs> hey, what's up, Hummer And a filing cabinet. Dildo or horror movie. That's exactly what we're dealing with. Imagine slipping on a dildo. Yeah, what a what a wacky. Imagine that if that's how you died. Could could I? Is there some legal document that if that happens to me, I could say, "Don't put that in my obituary." I could pr try to Barbara Streisand effect. Uh, delete any delete all references to be slipping in an embarrassing way. Uh, did you see that they updated some of the modules? Uh, we're actually testing out a custom-made module that we trained on AIPD stories, so... It seems to be working well. I, I'm hesitant to say well. I don't know. It, it's been good. I just started using it... Yeah, uh, yeah. Friday, I think so. I swear I slipped and fell on it. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't using it. It was just on the floor. Well, why was it wet? Shut up! <laughs> you put you killed me. Uh you open the office and are aghast to see Yeah, 400 AIPD stories have been used to train this new specific AIPD module, which is in the Discord. It's in the the props channel i have it pinned as a pinned post so if you want to try if you play novel ai and you want to try it out please let us know a naked woman being tied to a chair she's a young lady who looks like she's about your age okay kidnapping is clearly very illegal what all these things that are going on at my fact my sex toy factory when i'm not around she's been gagged and blindfolded a leather gag with a ball in it is placed between her teeth and tied around the back of her head. Alright. <laughs> is this QA? Is this our QA department? You are shocked. Until you find out this is Deborah, The head of quality assurance. This escalated quickly. It, it, it's not against her will. It's not against her will. She's just doing it of her own volition. So, hey. She has always been so nice and friendly to you, and you have never suspected that she had any ulterior motives. Deborah's getting a new boat or something. That's what they always do on these undercover boss shows. De whatever 
Whatever Deborah needs, she's getting it because she's our, she's our new friend. You quickly tell your story to the camera. This place is even creepier now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize she like used them at work, but uh, I guess what, what else are you going to do? I thought everything here was just normal, but now I'm seeing something I didn't know about. She's a pretty girl. No, She's no, probably no, in college no, and no, having no, fun like no, all the other no, students. No, that's very bad for a CEO of a company to fall in love with the quality assurance people. I guess it happens all the time, but that doesn't make it okay. Also, how does a sex toy factory... It has to have some sort of quality assurance. Do they just have, like, machines that punch the product to make sure it's durable? Because you don't want, like, a, you know, something that you're sticking down there that has, like, sharp edges or something. It has to go through a rigorous process, but what is that process? Someone's got to not necessarily use it. I imagine there's just a... Uh, a machine that simulates use. I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> let's uh, let's change the subject here. Um, uh, you are. You want to ask Deborah out on a date. But you can't, as you are distracted by a loud noise coming from the factory floor. Uh, uh, you rush out and see. Ask what the QA portion is. That's your next undercover. <laughs> yeah, Deborah, how exactly do you test these? And can I join you? Or can I watch? What appears to be an angry mob of people outside the building. No! They have torches and pitchforks. And are carrying oh. signs with slogans like kill the dildos and burn the toy factory. <laughs> what you get when you put your factory in northern idaho you idiots kill the dildos <laughs> uh, you attempt uh to uh speak to the angry mob Kill the dildos, that's a t-shirt. I'm adding that to the list here. It's been a while since we added a t-shirt idea. You explain to them that everything they think they know about dildos is wrong and that you will tell them why in great detail. Perfect, perfect. You shout Very out logical. it's all a big misunderstanding. Yes, 100%. Very big misunderstanding. I don't know why you'd want to kill the dildos. They're not living in the first place. 
I understand a lot of you have probably lost your wives to our products because you are worse than an object in terms of giving your wife what she needs. And uh, okay, I understand. I'm just making you angrier. I, I, I see. I see. It's not the dildo's fault. Is what I'm saying. It's your fault. Take some accountability and realize that you're. It's not me. It's you. Now allow me to demonstrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The leader of the the mob stands up and says, I don't know who the hell you think you are talking to, but you'd better shut your damn mouth before we shove it down your throat and make you eat it. Oh. We aren't buying your shit and we don't want you. Here. This this sounds like an angry mob in northern Idaho. Yeah. You're gonna make me eat my own mouth. Shut up! Shut the Shut the hell up! Kill this guy! Guy! Everybody! Uh Oh god. Uh this is if this goes really sideways, I'll undo it. You asked Ebra. Oh, I can't ask that. I, I okay, okay. Uh, you demonstrate the use of your products to uh to educate the ignorant mass the ignorant masses about what your products actually do <laughs> you tell them to get down on their knees and crawl toward the doors as you describe what each In of them does and how way. it feels to use them You go back inside to see that the people have left and the factory floor has been cleared. Yeah, I, I would send everybody home if an angry mob was about to burn the factory down. The next day, orders for your product have quadrupled. Overnight. <laughs> Let me show you the QA machine. Yeah. Debra, can you come out here? Your boss is Mr. Martinez. He is a tall man in his mid 40s. He always wears a suit and tie. Okay. So, our we're the CEO, but in this scenario where we're undercover. You work at Northern Idaho's largest sex toy factory. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Uh, you are expecting some sort of recognition for your bravery. However... Mr. Martinez 
is furious at your risky behavior yesterday. Could have got everyone killed. He tells you he can't afford to pay you overtime and threatens to fire you if you don't come up with new ideas for sales immediately. Okay, you could have just given me like a a promotion and added me to the sales team. You didn't have to spin it in a shitty direction here. You meet with Mr. Martinez. You explain that you were just trying to make a point about the nature of dildos. <laughs> Mr. Martinez. Uh, breaks you down mentally by saying Did you really think those people would listen? Did you really think those people cared? Alright, this is it. Do you understand that most people are morons and will believe whatever they are told? I think it's reveal time. Hey, Mr. Martinez, I'm the CEO, bitch. <laughs> you are fired. You reveal yourself to be the CEO and you humiliate Mr. Martinez. Uh... in front of everyone. Yeah, this is gonna be good. Get your popcorn ready. Ms. Turo Martinez says you should have been more professional. Uh -huh. well, that's true, but I mean. You reveal Mr. Martinez to be an impotent pervert and a sadist. <laughs> You are seen as a hero by all who see your bravery. Hey, there we go. You fire Mr. Martinez. And, uh, promote Deborah to take his place. Deborah? Deborah? And she's just like, oh. You start a revolution by making dildos cheap enough for every man, woman, ah, and child. Let's not include the children in this one. Your product is so successful it eventually takes over the world and people forget what they did before they started using them. Wow. Talk about uh, addicted to the product. Uh, <laughs> we're too good at our jobs, I guess. You know, if we could get a bunch of country bumpkins to start using them, we could sell this to anybody. I don't know how I feel about selling to children. Uh, you get into hot water when, uh, Dateline... Actually, let's just ignore, like, a bot. Let's not acknowledge... <laughs> let's just get rid of that for every man and woman. I'm not even going to, uh... We're just gonna forget that happened. Uh... Uh... 
you have the best financial year ever and celebrate by uh, giving all of your employees uh, the following. Every employee this year for doing such a great job is getting uh, one a fifty dollar gift card to your favorite porn site. Oh, off to a great start. Two, a free one night stand with a famous porn star. Oh my god, amazing. Three, a full refund for their dildo purchase. <laughs> All the ones I made you pay for, they're free now. This is I love my job. Oh my god! Free lifetime membership to the Northern Idaho Dildo Emporium, which has grown into an international chain. Yes! Five, an all-expenses-paid trip to Disneyland. Again, very odd in the context of everything else, but I'll take it, I guess. Your boss, Mr. Martinez, is pissed that you took him out of commission for two days. <laughs> okay, Mr. Martinez doesn't work here anymore. You are hailed by your employees as the the best CEO to ever exist in the history of mankind. I would never quit. If if a boss give me that even just for one year. The end. Mr. Ralph Deckham. I think I think we all need to stand up and give Mr. Ralph Deckham a round of applause. That was amazing. That was the best episode of Undercover Boss there could have ever possibly have been. Alright. Let's move on to the last story of the night here. Or the day. Depending on where you are. What do you want to see? If you're just tuning in, we're writing AI-generated television. These are some ideas, but we could do anything. Uh, today, we've done AI-generated doc dino documentary, and we've done an AI-generated uh, undercover boss episode. Pawn Stars! Okay. Uh, we've done a pawn show before, but I think it was mixed with something else. But uh, let's do that. Thank you, Yone. Uh, AI generated pawn stars. Bits and Bob's pawn shop. Okay, we can mix those two together easy. You are Rick, owner of pawn stars. You, uh, You buy and pawn uh, various bits and baubles. As long as they are rare or expensive. 
just use the actual show intro oh what is that yeah hold on let me pawn stars intro Okay, let's do it. Yeah. You are Rick, owner of Pawn Stars. You work here with my old man. You work here with your old man and your son, Big Hoss. Everything in here has a story and a price. One thing you've learned after 21 years, you never know what's going to come through that door. Perfect. Thank you, sure. That's a great idea. Your dad is sitting on the couch playing a video game when he sees a mysterious figure in the doorway. Who's there? What do you want? <laughs> this is kind of like a horror pawn stars. The stranger doesn't speak and just stares at you. What's the guy's name that was canceled? Chum Lee or whatever? Chum Lee, yeah. Uh, you notice it is Chum Lee wearing a classic movie monster mask. You ask Chum Lee what he paid for that, and he says... Chum Lee. <laughs> uh -huh. It was cheap. Okay, okay. But how much? I think that's a running gag that uh, Chum Lee always overpays for stuff. Big Hoss enters the room behind him carrying two bags of money. Chum Lee, I told you to be careful with these. I did. <laughs> okay. Well, if I found them, yeah, yeah. If, if my son found them, then no, you weren't. <laughs> Honest, bro. All right, Chum Lee, you big idiot. Your father reaches into his pocket to grab the bills and finds something else instead. A pack of cigarettes. He takes one out and lights up. Oh, Dad, you should be smoking. What's going on in here? I guess you're Guys. old enough where you just don't give a fuck. Uh, you tell everyone that you are going on site to visit uh, a man selling the rarest item that would ever have passed through your pawn shop. A... Holy Grail. Oh, okay. Weird crossover. Giant robot hand made by Dr. Wiley. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome, says Big Hoss. Do we get a cut? <laughs> yes, son. 100% profit for me. Yep. 100% of all my commission to you guys. Oh, okay. And no need to worry about paying for gas or car. <laughs> I don't like those. You, do, you realize you don't have 200%. Ah, whatever. I'll accept it. 
Maintenance because this thing can drive itself. Okay, the giant robot hand could drive itself to the shop. And when will we see a profit? The day we sell it, you say. Okay, cool, says Big Hoss. You and Chumley go to Dr. Wiley's hideout and uh and uh 100% <laughs> profit on an item he never intends to sell yeah uh you and chumley go to dr wiley's hideout and bargain for the robot arm the giant robot arm can't leave out important adjectives he tells you that he only has one left and he won't part with it for less than ten thousand dollars okay well it's kind of a car right i guess a deal chung lee says i think we should tell the man that we don't have that kind of money they always pull this bullshit they're they're multi-millionaires and they're like i just don't have that much money man come on i gotta make a i gotta make a profit off of this it's like, you motherfucker, you're just using every trick in the book. You're the scummiest salesman I've ever seen. Just make the deal for once in your damn life. Take the first offer. <laughs> I guess I'm just a bad salesman. I, it's a... Uh, you asked Dr. Wiley to demonstrate... That to demonstrate that it works before you talk about money. So, Dr. Wiley starts. This is the main power switch. If you flip it up, then it turns on. Thanks, Dr. The Wiley. The other two switches control its legs and its weapons. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just in it for the hand. I don't want the legs and the weapons. I just want the hand. You're trying to upsell me. I, I appreciate that as a salesman to salesman, but uh, I ain't falling for that shit. I just want the arm. Uh, you explain to Dr. Wiley that you only want the arm. And warn him about trying to upsell you. <laughs> I promise to keep it real. I don't want to waste your time. But if I told you all the things this hand can do, you'd be running away from me faster than you could say hey. What's up, Kaizy24? Uh, uh, I like that chair. Chumley interrupts you to ask about weapons. Chumley is definitely susceptible to being upsold. Dr. Wiley tells him that they are located in the center of the torso, just above the arms. Okay. Chung Lee presses down on the center of the torso and all four arms come up like a crane. Whoa. You watch as Chum Lee is eviscerated. 
right in front of your very eyes. You and Dr. Wiley are covered in a mist of his blood. Chung Lee screams and falls to the ground, dead. Yes, I'm very excited, Prince, for the 20 billion parameter model. Although, I don't know, they they kind of uh, equalize expectations because they're like, the jump is not as big as it was from 6 billion to the 13 billion. So I think we might like be plateauing for, but it's still uh, still exciting to try. You run away into the woods to get some fresh air. Chumley spits out blood. Whoa, cool, yeah. While you're sitting there, Big Hoss comes looking for you. Ah, oh, poor Chumley. That's what you get for pressing buttons. That's what you get for being upsold, too. Chumley, I said no. I just want the arm. You break the news. You, Big Hoss. That Chumley is dead. Sorry, big robot arm killed Chumley. And Big Hoss is like, I should have expected that. Big Hoss is distraught and tells you that he was the one who pressed the button on Dr. Wiley's robot. Oh my robot. god, we blamed Chumley, but it was Big Hoss! He, we didn't even invite him and he... He says, I didn't think the arm would kill anyone. Oh wow. Uh, you make Dr. Wiley an offer on the big arm. I'll give you $100 for it. Oh, hey, we're, there we go. $5,000 cash. Always, always he tells half. You that he'll give you the arm for $10,000. He always goes half. It's like, you asshole. I'm asking 10000 for this. This is a one-of-a-kind item. Why are you going half? You should just always double what your offer is. But then he's like, ah, oh, that's way too much. You're in la-la land. It's like, okay, I can't win with you, Rick. You say, I'm sorry, but I don't have that kind of money at you the moment. You do, though. You do. It is nice seeing that novel AI is growing popularity. Yeah, I, I, I think it's very underrated. I think it's because it's still in the beta phase and they don't really have a true free-to-play model the free trial is nice i think that definitely helps people break into it <laughs> five thousand fifty dollars not really budging you realize that dr wiley is not going to budge on the price And you pay him $10,000 for it. For the, for the big arm. He's like, you gotta get that dead guy out of here too. And we're like, ew. Oh, I love this. I love this detail. Chumley is laid to rest in the backyard next to a giant pumpkin patch where he has spent many days of his life. Oh. He has finally found some peace. Oh, sorry, Chumley. 
you go inside and tell everyone about your success. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's give Chubbly a moment of silence. Okay, we got that arm. We're gonna submit. we're gonna make a lot of money. Just not even. <laughs> No memorial or anything. We just completely, we really get over Chumley's death very quickly. We're like, we got the money. We didn't haggle at all. We didn't even try. We just should have just taken the offer outright and then Chumley might still be alive. I want to see more people on YouTube and Twitch trying it. I'm surprised uh, more people aren't. Surpri the big surprise is, though, that a lot of people streaming AI Dungeon regularly are like VTubers. I I'm very intrigued by that. I guess it's like original content that you can just chat and do whatever weird games you have set up with your community. <laughs> F and respects. Yeah. P press F to pay your respects to Jum Lee. <laughs> uh... AI Dungeon has name recognition for sure, yeah. And they're 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 going with the the game branding. They're they're trying to brand it as a game, and novel AI is trying to brand it more as a tool. And I don't know which what's more right, or I don't really know. This is this is this thing has never existed before. Like it's always been like hard-coded responses or whatever this is the first time that it's actually like an ai like thinking or i don't know i guess it's still kind of like statistical i don't really know how it works i probably should learn more about how uh gpt actually works uh it's just a magic black box to me but uh you find an eager buyer for the big robot arm. <laughs> the Megalomark. Oh god, I don't know what the Megalomark. Chung Lee, we've gotta go, says Big Hoss. Oh, okay. I like to think he's just talking to Chumley's ghost. What is it, bro? What's the emergency? <laughs> okay, Chumley's still on the show. It's just a spirit that haunts the show. Big Hoss runs outside with you, and you see that Big Hoss's car is on fire. <laughs> oh, no! You realize that the Megalo Mart employees want to take the arm from you by force Chumley is CGI now they had they they had like the Tupac uh, hologram machine uh, in the warehouse and they just slightly modified it to uh, get Chumley to work <laughs> that that's that's my head cannon for this get back here. <coughs> Let me talk to my dad, yells Big Hoss. The employees ignore Big Hoss and walk toward the house with the giant robot hand. There you go. You run out with the money bag. Uh, you turn on the giant robot hand. 
and watch it fight the Megalo Mart employees with ease and finesse. It's like spinning employees around like uh, Harlem Globetrotters. It's dunking them and they're getting their heads crushed. The Megalomart employees flee into the woods without so much as a scratch. Yeah, that'll teach you to steal my giant robot arm. The Megalomart workers return to the store and you let them in. Well, we'll be in touch about the arm, Why says would we the let manager, them back in? but there's something else I... Wanted to discuss with you. What is it? Asks Big Hoss. The manager tells Big Hoss that they have a deal on the table to buy the hand for $30,000. Great, yeah, take it. However, the buyer is controversial celebrity figure. <laughs> okay. Mr. Big. Okay. Big, you say. You mean the guy who was on American Gladiators? And now he's the head of the mob? Uh. Yes, says the Megalomart manager. Oh, uh, okay. Do we want to sell Mr. Big, our giant robot arm that we know is a, uh, a very powerful weapon? You think about it for two seconds before you are on the phone with Mr. Big and agree to sell him the arm. Big Hoss asks you if you have any reservations about selling him a weapon like this and you reply nope <laughs> I like money you tell Big Hoss to get some rest because he has had a long day mm -hmm. he looks at you like you have lost your mind I have. but you know what you're doing yeah yeah uh, I sell a bunch of questionable items for to questionable people. That's how I stay in business, Big Hoss. You know, you have to put your morals by the... By the... Leave your morals outside the pawn shop, okay? I need to buy stuff and sell it. The next morning, the Megalomart opens for business. Uh, store theft has dropped to 0%. <laughs> Store theft has dropped to zero as the robot arm uh, violently <laughs> murders anyone trying to steal anything. Even if it is just a stick of gum. 
Big Hoss says, Dude, did you hear me? You said no to the head of the mob. No, he didn't. I'm undoing that. Yeah, we're redoing. I definitely said yes to the head of the mob, and now I kind of regret it. A customer approaches the counter and asks for a can of beans. Do you have these in any other size cans? <laughs> asks the customer. <laughs> the store employee reaches into one of the storage boxes and pulls out a can of beans. The robot arm mistakes this as an act of aggression. And, uh... accidentally kills an innocent employee everyone in the store screams a man standing behind you asks the manager how this could have happened it's just a giant robot arm the manager says I don't know, but let me assure you that it will never happen again. Mr. Big attempts to return the robot hand for a full refund. He's not happy with this purchase. You agree and give Mr. Big his money back. Plus $2,500 for the inconvenience. Okay, this was this whole episode was a big loss for the pawn shop. And that makes me happy, but... What am I supposed to do with this? Asks Mr. Big, holding up the dead robot arm. Yeah. Uh, you want to say something. But Big Hoss steps in and says... Oh, great. Why don't you keep it? You can put it on display. Great, thanks. Yeah. What a the sale. The next morning you go outside and find Big Hoss face down in the flower garden. There are traces of blood and vomit on the ground uh, and he appears to be dead. Uh. You first. Your first thought. Is to blame the robot arm but also big hoss was really fat so that might be it as well can't rule it out can't rule out big fat guy you could just die at any time i guess being a big fat guy and i would know i'm a big fat guy you decide that it's best to have an autopsy performed just in case it has some kind of curse on it that causes people to die. Yeah, I don't want to keep a cursed robot arm in my pawn shop, but, uh... Hey, I just heard about your son, says Dr. Wiley. <laughs> okay, please don't turn my son into a robot boss. He's like, I'm not gonna ask you that. I was gonna ask you that. Yeah, he had a rough day yesterday. Dr. Wiley says that he doesn't think Big Hoss died because of the robot arm, but thinks maybe Chumley did. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I saw them fight once or twice. 
Dr. Wiley offers to bring Big Hoss back as one of his robot bosses. You hesitate, but to overcome your grief, you agree. Big Hoss becoming the robot boss. How much will you need for this, you ask? Dr. Wiley tells you that it would cost $20,000, oh but you say you'll only pay him $10,000, which you're is exactly how much he owes you. You're saying it's going to cost $20,000 to bring my dead son back as a robot boss? Well, man, now I see why you make all those <laughs> games. I see you're really operating at quite a affordable rate here. Uh, you agree, and Dr. Wily turns Big Hoss into, uh, Blank Man. Come on, I hope it, oh, okay. Hoss, the robotic giant. <laughs> okay, I like that, yeah, that's great. Dr. Wily says, just try not to get the robot arm wet. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I know these robots are very fidgety. After Dr. Wily leaves, you start to feel guilty and wonder if this was really the right decision. You attempt to have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with Hoss. I'm so sorry I killed you before, but I didn't want my son to go to hell, you say. Okay, so he did it because out, out of fear of uh, God-fearing. Don't worry about it, says Haas, because you have a secret weapon. Oh, what was that? Please elaborate. What do you mean by secret, asks Haas. Well, you tell him. You can't see me because I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm here to help you save your ass from those Megalomart guys. Okay. And Haas is just like, what the fuck? Does my dad think he's invisible? Uh. You are convinced that you are invisible. Even though you are not. And try to confront the Megalomart guys. Megalomart mob. They do not respond to your presence and walk toward you, ready to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Don't worry, Haas, you say. I'll handle this. Hey, cool. Our son's gonna handle this as a big robot man now. Oh, hell yeah. 
You use the giant robot hand to throw the Megalomart mob off the cliff and you feel really bad about this, but at what? least you know now that you're not invisible. Okay. You decide to call Dr. Wily back and thank him for resurrecting your son. Yeah, we've really gotten off track with the Pawn Star show. Uh, I think that's a good place to end it, you know? I, we brought our son back. He, there's, he's still in there somewhere. Chumbly's a ghost. Um, the Megalobar mobsters are, have been thrown off a cliff. Uh, Mr. Big's still on the loose. Maybe some sequel bait there. And, uh, you know, Dr. Wily, maybe not a bad guy after all. You know, he's, he's making those robot bosses for pretty, pretty cheap. So, well, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, if you're just tuning in or you don't know what's going on, we do AI-generated adventures all the time. Uh, mainly on Twitch, we do at 9 p.m. Eastern, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, over at twitch.tv slash AIPD. Give us a follow on Reddit. Give us a follow on YouTube. Uh, tell your friends. Join the Discord. You can submit prompts. And, uh, yeah. See you next time for... See you tomorrow for AI, more AIPD, where we do uh, live adventure stories with user prompts. And you can interact with your channel points on Twitch. So, uh, check it out. Bye, homie way, everyone. See you tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash AIPD. Bye.